This is the Chord Buddy Podcast with Chord Buddy inventor Travis Perry. Learn to play the guitar in seconds with Chord Buddy. Find out more at ChordBuddy.com. C-H-O-R-D Buddy.com. And now, the Chord Buddy Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome in. Episode number 64, it's the Chord Buddy Podcast. I am David Summers here with Travis Perry, as seen on Shark Tank. How many years ago was that, Travis? Ooh, let's see, Dave. Let's uh, go back in time. Ten years ago, because we're in wow. 22, and that was in February of 12. Of 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. so... Yeah. Well, Chord Buddy is where we are today. Travis, of course, is the founder, owner, operator, inventor of Chord Buddy. So, our sweet little Brady not with us today. Sweet little Bray has a doctor's appointment. Uh, she had one yesterday, and she has a, a follow up to something. She told me, but guess what, Dave? I wasn't listening. <laughs> what? <laughs> and what? Dave, I asked her. I said, I said, you know, we got the podcast today. She yeah. said, Well, I've got a doctor's appointment. Right. And I said, What's it about? And she started telling me, and I walked. Then off. it sounded like I, rah, rah, yeah, yeah, blah 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 blah. blah. Rah, rah, rah. So, uh, so love she's you, baby. at the doctor's appointment. Love you, honey. Because I asked her, but I she's said, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, and what he means by that, guys, is Brady and her uh, her boyfriend were, was in a pretty severe accident. Friday, last Saturday, at an intersection about a quarter of a mile south of Cord Buddy. Mm-hmm. Very dangerous intersection. They have around three to four accidents a month. A wow. month there. The city, county, I don't know whose who's responsibility that is. Mm-hmm. This is down 53 Cottonwood Road here in Dothan, right there at Bethel Church. Should be. Is it still Saunders Road that comes in? Uh-huh. And they used to say it was the cutoff to Ardilla. It used to be when you would make a turn there, you could go. It used to be five. It was five. It was a five-way. It was five really jacked that came up. came into that. Five roads came yeah. into that intersection. Yeah. Where you're talking about. Yeah. I actually had to thread the needle one night there myself, and were I not such a great driver. Mm-hmm. While you were driving, you were sewing, Travis. Oh, my <laughs> God. Hey, guys, that takes talent. I'm telling you right now. That takes a little talent to do that. Uh, but I pulled it off. No, I was headed south, meeting a car, and a car was headed east. Mm. and turned out on Cottonwood Road oh. and saw the error of their ways, and oh. here's what they did. Uh-huh. Turned up my way, oh. head on, oh. into me. So rather than stopping or pulling off the road, yeah. they, they they saw the car. I don't ever think they even saw me. I think that they saw the car to the right that was mm-hmm. headed north. Mm-hmm. And so they just turned into my lane. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then there I was. So yeah. I literally... Thread the needle right between Ooh. them. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, she had a pretty good wreck. It totaled totaled both vehicles. Mm. Uh, the EM, EMTs checked her out at the scene, said, you know, just monitor it. And uh, So two vehicles involved, Brady and Cameron, and then how many were in the other vehicle? Six or seven. Wow. Yeah, it was some... You some said these were young kids... Young kids headed coming back... Coming from the beach. Headed back to the beach, and, headed to Georgia. And none were hurt. No, no. Wow. No, no. Wow. Uh, and uh, their father and mother was following them. Interesting. Uh, okay. So they were. They all piled everything in the back of their truck and... 
and, and, and were able to continue on their way. But you said within a matter of a second or two, it could have been a really terrible situation, uh, it, yeah, a yeah, much well, worse situation. A quarter of a second later, it would have hit Brady in the, in the door if, yeah. uh, where it's not as strong as it is yeah. the very front right corner of the vehicle where mm. the motor is and the yeah. frame comes together. But they totaled both vehicles. We and, haven't heard from the insurance company, right. but his vehicle is a late, older model. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was a likely. lot of damage. I'll show you the picture after the But podcast. as many as eight were involved mm. and no one hurt. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They had their, had their seat belts on. Yeah. We were, t- do you want to talk about that? Sure. You, you and me? Sure. The seatbelt thing. Let's do it. Let's, right. let's, Travis, let's get it out and open. I trust, I mean, let's finally I, get it out. I've, I'm concerned about you. Okay, you I'm say. Not, I'm not proud of it. Now, if I get on a trip, I'm going to wear my seatbelt. Yeah. But if I'm just going to run from here down to the house, what is it, four miles? Ah, uh, yes. On Cottonwood Road, Travis. Yeah. Two lane. Going through that bad intersection yeah. and the Edmonds yeah. intersection. Or if I'm going to run into town, I might not put my seatbelt yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, yeah. we can't let you keep doing that. Well, I appreciate you shaming me like that, Dave. Well, and and you're right. You're right. There's no excuse for it. I, I, I will do a better job. I'm not going to try. I will do a better job at it. Yeah. Uh, because. Because it, that thing that happened. When was it? Saturday. Saturday. I mean, mm-hmm. it, thank God they had their seatbelts yeah. on. Well, I liked, had a wreck yesterday coming into town, taking Ely to eat at Red Lobster. At Eddings Road, which is another horrible yes. intersection. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah. One of my good friend's daughter was killed there. there is there not a caution ago. light there? Just a flashing light? I think there is. And I, I think I, they finally put one I up, so. but I can't I even so. remember that, to be honest. Uh, but uh, you lost. Uh, but you knew someone who was who was killed there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, my good, good friend of mine. Mm. Yeah, my, my wife worked with uh, uh, her mother-in-law. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I, yesterday I was coming into town. Truck pulled right out in front of me, and I hit the horn. And and uh, which here's what I do do. I, I'm I I do this correct, and I preach to my kids about it, David. Every mm-hmm. time we go through an intersection, mm-hmm. I say, guys, when you're approaching an intersection like this, where one stops and one doesn't, right, right, always take your foot off the gas. Don't apply your brake, but have it take have your foot off the gas and watching the front tires of those cars sitting there, and be ready to to st- to hit hit the brake. That's called being a defensive driver. Well, knowing what the other's guy, or hopefully knowing, predicting what the other guy's going to do before it happens. Statistically, seventy percent of the accidents you'll be in will not be your fault wow right 70 percent it will be someone else's fault and also speaking of it's only four miles to my house that we were saying 85 or 90 percent of all accidents happen within five miles of your home yeah yeah because that's where you travel the most you need you need to move travis (laughs) come on don't keep living there get out of my house you gotta stop that Hey, I tell you what we're going to talk about mostly today. All and right. You may not be able to tell. I'm 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 in a good mood today. You do seem kind of uh, uh, upbeat. I am because and, well, last week, Wednesday of last week at about ten fifteen, Brady gave me my insulin shot for mm-hmm. for diabetes. I've in the had, morning, yeah, had okay. type two diabetes. Uh huh. And about ten minutes later, I thought I was dying. Why? I thought I was having a heart attack, and ten minutes after the shot. Ten minutes after the shot, and I keep—I've never taken one of these. I'm going to show it to you. I keep this in my pocket. 
Right, what it, is that? Over the podcast, it, it's a bottle of nitroglycerin. Very tiny bottle, okay. Yeah, but it has, I don't know. A have a little pill in there? Yeah, it has, has like a, a hundred. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you keep these, if you're having a heart attack or think you're having a heart attack, you put one of these under your tongue. Okay. And what that does is it dilates all your vessels and arteries to, if opens there's a block. Them, opens, opens them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I, David, I Where have, were you? I was downstairs in my office, and I, I, I started sweating. Were you I, sitting down already? I was sitting down, not doing anything strenuous, and Brady was out in the horseshoe where we ship. And I walked, I got up, and I said, Brady, I, feel, I said, something's wrong. I, I feel horrible. She looked at me. She said, Daddy, you don't look good. And I'm sweating, and, and, and I'm, I'm shaking. And I said, something, something's wrong. I said, I, I, I've never taken a nitro pill. Mm -hmm, never. Mm -hmm. Since my heart stint. Yeah. I said, I, I, I said, I think I better take one. I think I'm having a heart attack. So you've always kept them with you. Oh, yeah. They okay. tell you to keep them, keep right. them with you. Right. Okay. And I've never taken one. Uh, I've had times where I said, I wonder if I need to take one. You know, But it was a hands down, you better take one. Wow. And so I, I, I put, put it on my tongue. I called my heart doctor. He got on the phone, nurse, and, and I said, listen, I said, I, I don't know if I'm having a heart attack, but I said, I feel horrible my chest is hurting my my i'm sweat i'm just sitting here pouring sweat i, I just feel horrible she said we well, take a nitro i said i, I did and i said how long for it's supposed to work and she said well when did you take it i said i don't know five minutes ago she said oh it should be working it that works immediately mm -hmm. and she said you she said if you don't feel better in five minutes go to the er yeah. Which is another topic we'll talk about. Mm. So in five minutes, I, I don't feel any better. And I said, Brady, let's go to the ER. Uh, so we go to the ER. They get me in fairly quick. Within minutes, I, you go into what's called triage. They have three rooms for triage. And I saw, uh, I saw a doctor, and they took my blood pressure. And, David, it was 220 Ooh. over 120. Wow. And that had come down because right. the nitro had started working. When I got there, I told Brady, I said, okay, I'm starting to feel a little better. The nitro's working. Yeah. Did they meet you with a wheelchair when Brady, uh, under the portico type deal? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she checked it and I, and I told her, I said, I said, I don't know how high it's, I, it's still high, but it's come, it, it's coming down. I can tell. Yeah. And she, I said, how much? She says 220 over 120. Wow. David, that, that's, that stroke. I mean, you're you're yeah. you're you're stroked with that. Yeah. That's that's very high. So anyway, now we'll fast forward. Twelve hours later, mm -hmm. the emergency. I'm telling you, this is off of my thing on emergency room for a second. That system's broke. Mm. You got people walking in there with emergencies, true emergencies. Mm -hmm. You got people walking in there with a toothache, with a headache. Is it abusing the system, working the system? They know the system. Yeah. In fact, we were had been there probably five or six hours, still mm -hmm. sitting in the waiting room, still sitting. They they saw me in triage, did an EKG, and then went out the waiting room, and then and then. So that after they did that and said, "Okay, you're okay for right now. We're going to put you back in the waiting room." Mm -hmm. And I, that was at ten thirty. At five thirty, they finally caught had a room open up the thing is there's no rooms so you've got people david with a headache literally a headache yeah a toothache yeah that are coming in there to work the system that's occupying a bed 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's not where you just get in the bed and they come and meet. See, you may you may be in the bed four hours, five hours with a toothache before a doctor can come around and give you a, a little a, a little medical a little shot right. to help your toothache. Right. And so uh, the beds are clogged up. What they need to do, they need to have a place that doesn't require a bed with just little cubicles where yeah. a doctor can come in and, and say, okay, this is a toothache. This is yeah. a, my, I, my thumb hurts. Yeah. And get them out of there. Don't clog right. up a bed with that. That's what took them so long. I said, guys, what's happening? And they said, there's just no beds, you know. Wow. And so I told Brady, after you sit in that emergency room for several hours, yeah. you start understanding, you start seeing what's going on. Right, and uh, and it, it's 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 broken. I, t- I told everybody. I told everybody at the hospital. I said, "Y'all's emergency room is broken. It yeah. is broken." Wow. But anyway, let's go back to me now. So they, I got in a room at ten thirty that night. Wow. Got there at ten thirty. Got in a room at ten thirty. Twelve hours later. Mm-hmm. So the next day, how uh, much of that time did you sit in the waiting room till five thirty? Wow, okay. Then I got in a bed in the ER. In the ER first. At 5.30. Yeah. And then I was in a bed a in the ER at, till 10.30 because there were no beds in the hospital. So they finally had a room available at 10.30. Well, and they had to... They That's had me 12 hours later from the incident. That I got yeah. in, a, in, yeah. a, in a room. Yeah. So they, they said, well, we want to do another heart cath. We want to see if we've got something going on up there. So they did a heart cath, and it was clear. Mm-hmm. which eased my mind because I was convinced in my own mind that my, my stent was blocking up, huh? causing this. Right. Well, as it turns out, Dave, and we're still, I've, I've got to go see all my doctors again, but I can tell you, my family doctor told me, he said, Travis, he said, if you don't take your diabetes seriously, mm-hmm. it's going to kill you. So what are you not doing? I'm not doing right. Are you not eating right? I Is was, it the medication? I was what's, what's up? Sweet tea. I just not. I just not doing right. And so that therefore they had to put me on insulin. And I've got a problem with insulin. My body doesn't doesn't take the insulin shot. Okay, I, that's what I was going to ask. So mm-hmm. that triggered everything. High, yeah. So the the key to to not having these high blood pressure episodes, which almost killed me, literally almost killed me, is get off the insulin. Get right. off the insulin. Yeah. And certain few people, and I've done a lot of research on this. Trust me, when you almost die, you'll do some research. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of these people. I just, insulin triggers high blood pressure. Mm. And I noticed this about five weeks ago when we started taking it. I started saying, why is my blood pressure, you know, spiking? You know, yeah. go up to 185, yeah. 190, I mean. And, 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 and then, but I, I sort of put it together and I asked my doctor. He says, oh, no, no, it, insulin. In fact, insulin actually make it go down. I said, wow, well, then, okay. But as it turns out, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a small percentage of people that insulin causes my blood pressure to skyrocket. So, so no more insulin. I haven't taken any insulin since I came out of the hospital, and I've had zero high blood pressure, and my sugar levels have been not over 153. Right. Because I've quit eating any carbohydrates and, and any sugar. Oh, 100%. So, okay, so I was going to ask, uh, what makes you feel happy and upbeat today? Is it because you've made a change in your, oh, yeah. your diet? Mm-hmm. How long? 
Well, when, when I was came, this? Was this, this? When was this? I got out of the hospital Friday, and since Friday, not one sugar. I mean, you know, no sugar drinks. No, no soft drinks? No, no, not sugar. I mean, I'll have a diet. Right, uh, right. Zero. No, no fruit. Fruit right. has a lot, a lot the of sugar. Although sugar, it's, yeah. it's still sugar. Sure. No sugar, no breads, no, no anything that's got sugar in it. Did you put this on yourself, or did the doctor say you better do this? Well, he told me when he come in to see me, and he, he shook his head. He said, Travis, for two years now, this yeah. has been snowballing, and he said, it, he said, as you just saw, it, it's going to kill you. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, obviously it didn't take much time. Okay, if I want to live, and you started weighing that, is, yeah, I'll choose living. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hard-headed. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wish Brady was here. <laughs> she would not agree with that. <laughs> she no wouldn't way. agree with that, would you? You, Daddy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I've just been in denial. I'm thinking, you know, I'll, I'll change it a little bit. I'll do this a little bit. I'll do this, you know. No, if you don't do it right. Uh, now, and I'm talking for me, but this is with anybody. See, mm. I can't take insulin. That was right. My, so if I don't want to take insulin, then I've got to keep my blood sugar at least under 200. And to, to control that is going to be totally with your diet. Yep. Okay, what about exercise? Does he say exercise? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I like it. We go to the gym. I was going to the gym before. Right. But uh, uh, the whole thing, I mean, since coming out of the hospital, I'm down 11 pounds as of this morning. Wow. Yeah, this shirt, I couldn't. I, couldn't just I mean, from, I couldn't wear this shirt last week, but it'd be all. Just from changing your diet. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, probably most, a lot of that's water weight, as okay. it always is in the beginning. But Yeah, it, but. It, it starts coming off. So so now, what will you do differently? Will you do, will you do exercise in addition to the diet Absolutely. and start going for uh, losing more weight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, my goal is to at least drop another 25 to 30 pounds. You've always been a big guy, so, so that's what I was going to ask. So how far will you go? Well, I in the... The most I lost after Shark Tank was I got down to 220. Mm-hmm. Anything under 220 with me, I don't look right. Because right. I'm such a big-shouldered, big, yeah. big-chested guy. I, I got down to 195 back in the Silverado days. Yeah. And, and people would tell me, they said, you look sick. You don't, you don't even look like Travis. You, I mean, and 195 on six-foot guy is still considered probably overweight. But I'm just so. But not, but probably not by more than ten or fifteen pounds. Right, right. Yeah. But at 195, at me, I look, I look, I didn't look right. So yeah. 220 is the smallest, the lowest I want to get. But I, if I could get 230, 235, I'd be tickle pink with that. When it comes to going to the gym, what what is it that you do? Is it treadmill mainly? No. Or what, no. Or what will you do? I, I I do cardio for ten or fifteen minutes to get blood pumping get my heart pumping get a little sweat going yeah and then i go and work out on in with the weight just just lifting do you do all parts of the body mm-hmm. okay yeah yep. uh, okay. hate legs but but oh we all do. usually <laughs> the one you hate is the one you need to do yeah the one yeah. you love doing you know yeah. is one yeah. that you probably don't really have it's probably to do. not helping you much yeah well yeah because it's so easy for you it's, yeah. it's the strongest part of you yeah like bench press for me it's real easy, and I like doing it because I'm big chested. So, mm-hmm. but no, I do uh, everything. And Goodson, Goodson pushes me. He goes to the gym we, with me in the afternoon, and uh, 
He's at summer camp this week, by the way. Oh, cool. Where? Where? Uh, over in Blue Springs and below Andalusia. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's over there. Uh, what's today? Thursday. Uh, he left Tuesday and to be back Saturday. So do you do you have a whole different feeling about everything now? Yes. Uh, oh, this gosh. is this is the new determination. Yes. Or... And, okay. and and the the moral to this is is. I've never taken seriously what goes in your body affects how you feel. Right, right. But think, I mean, it does. It truly, truly does. I mean, if you eat, if you t- ingest rat poison, yeah, you take yeah, it, uh, yeah, you're yeah. gonna die. Yeah, you know. And it, if you're ingesting sugars, if you're a diabetic, mm-hmm. it's it might as well be eating rat poison. Yeah, might as yeah. well. I mean, it will kill you. Yeah, it will do. When I finally made a decision, I did a lot of reading. I went to YouTube and looked up a bunch of things, and I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I joined the gym. It's like, uh, okay, I'm in the gym. What am I going to do? And so I thought, oh, l- let me check on this, and I read about the treadmill. So I started doing two miles a day, and I started reading, what will it do to my body if I walk this two miles a day? And it was a pretty strenuous walk, uh, an upbeat walk. Mm-hmm. And so two miles a day, I started in late January, and by now I've dropped 35 pounds. Good Lord. So I, I, I'm still tr- working on the belly fat mm-hmm. and still trying to get that off. But And I've changed the way I eat. I used to never leave anything on the plate. Now it's like, I can't believe I didn't finish that, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Yeah. But I really have changed what I eat and how I eat. Yeah. And so it and it mentally it's changed me as to when I sit down with a plate of food in front of me, am I gonna clean this plate and lick it clean like a cat? <laughs> put it right put <laughs> like it right dog. back in the shelf. Mm. Uh I mean, so it's really changed me. So it amazes me how I don't finish my plate anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's I feel a lot better. Yeah. And so anyway, so thirty yeah. thirty-five 34, 35 pounds have come off of me wow. since my birthday, January 26th. Is that so, right? Yeah. Congratulations. Dave. So, and that's, that's totally, I, I credit all that to the treadmill, but I am doing the, uh, a good bit of lifting also. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that that's helping burn calories, but yeah. I don't think quite to the extent of what the treadmill has done for me. So, yeah. and different strokes. So if you like doing it a different way, as long as you're, you're accomplishing the goal. Yeah. So, but I think yeah. the dieting thing, the, the diet, how you change what you eat is going to be everything. Yeah. Well, you know, and here's something that I'm just just sort of learning and realizing, and it's finally sort of clearing in my head. You know, I'm one of those, Dave, that has always had exceptional health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never, never mm-hmm. any issues with disease or anything. And so as we get older, your body just doesn't, function as good as it used to yep. and we don't realize that we think right. we're still 20 years old yeah but yeah. we we and and so when they say okay you've got pre-diabetes you've got this it doesn't register with us we yeah, just think right. that we're still 20 and yeah. we still do the things we do well you go from pre-diabetes to diabetes yeah that's what i did yeah. and they warned me for two or three years hey you need to start changing the way you need to start i will yeah i'll do yeah. it don't you worry, Doc. I, I hear you loud, and I hear you clear. Yeah. And I would change, Doc. I would change. You know, no, we don't change that. Right. You know, right. just keep on headed toward this. that. Yeah, I got this. Heading on to that old dead end down there yeah. where we're going to yeah. run off a cliff. And then it happens, 
And then, and then, oh, Donna, uh, okay, well, I'm going to change now. I done told you I'm going to change. <laughs> and, and then an episode happens like happened with me. Was there something about the doctor's tone, the look on his face, that you finally said he's really serious this time? Well, I've seen my doctor more in the past two months than I have in the past 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And I could tell he was sort of getting irritated with me. Yeah. Because it's self-inflicted. Because you knew it was. I didn't you, think it was. Right. I I just thought, man, something's going on. I don't know what's going on, dog. What? What? Yeah. You know, and, and and I could tell that he was sort of irritated with seeing me when he knows. Yeah. Yeah. I've been telling you what's wrong, Travis. Yeah. You won't listen. Come, on, I'm the cord buddy guy. Come on. Yeah. I'm the cord <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. I know more than you, Doc. Uh, yeah. I invented no. cord buddy. What's wrong you with know? you? Yeah. And and so I could tell, I really could tell. I could tell when he came in to see me uh, fr- Friday, I could tell that he was just, he sort of walked in and sort of shook his head, a little yeah. smirk on his face. And, and I, I made a joke. Well, see what I got to go through just to hang out with you like that? And, yeah. And I and he he did. I don't even think he laughed. I, I think you know because he's he's saying. Yeah. I've been telling you, you won't listen. Now you now you almost died. Now you're forced to listen. Yeah. Did you did you start thinking about family and time? Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how much how much did that impact your decision? Okay, I am now taking this seriously. Most of it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. I, Travis, you know, we love you and your family loves you. So Cord Buddy, Cord Buddy's great. Hey, those vehicles are nice. You can replace those. Yeah. yeah. That wreck, that could have been really bad. Yeah. So two yeah. vehicles were totaled. Yeah. And he was pulling, Cameron, was pulling a trailer with a commercial, big commercial mower on it. And it totaled the trailer too. Wow! Yeah, when yeah. when when the car hit them, yeah, it pushed the car like that, and it fishtailed into the trailer. Oh yeah! Wow. So the back end of the of the car hit the trailer right at the tires, and 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 not didn't knock it off the axle, but. Instead of going this way, the tires face it that way. Yeah. So well, I loop back time. around to that, and it's maybe a better analogy than I realized. So you were a car wreck. Yeah. And yeah. fortunately, you had your seatbelt on. Good one, Dave. Okay. So, all right, Travis, you know the deal, and the doctor can't do it for you. No. Brady can't do it for you. Mm-mm. Ely can't. Goodson can't. Your beautiful wife can't do it for you. That's right. But you got to do it for them. Oh, I will. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to pray for you. Thank you, Dave. All right. Hey, we love you because I mean, I mean, you've been a great friend, and you got, you got, almost in it. What was that song? You got, you got, you got what I need. Who was that? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but you got, you got so much to live for. You, oh, yeah. you are so blessed. I am. So I don't. Uh, that's that's all I got, Travis. Well, and I got one more thing. Be kind to someone. To contact Cord Buddy or stay in touch, look for us on Facebook at The Cord Buddy and find our Facebook group. It's called Striking a Chord. Find tons of information and all of our products online at cordbuddy.com. That's C-H-O-R-D buddy.com. Also, thecordbuddy.com and membersoftheband.com. 
Listen next time for the Cord Buddy Podcast with Travis Berry. The Cord Buddy Podcast is available on over 30 popular podcast platforms. Find out more at CordBuddy.com or Facebook or Instagram at The Cord Buddy.